You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 393, How Can You Live Your Best Life in the New Year? I'm recording this at the beginning of of 2023, and I always enjoy at the end of a year and then at the beginning of a new year just kind of evaluating where I'm at in life. I like to see um, the goals that I've written the previous year. How did I do? Uh, What goals do I want to set for the upcoming year? It's, it's important to, to really ask ourselves, what is my plan for the upcoming year? Uh, author Pete Wilson says, there is a life that most of us dream of living, but the reality is we won't drift into that life. In other words, we have to be intentional. I'm not just going to drift into the life that I want to have. I've got to have some plans. I've got to have a blueprint, if you will. Uh, what would your best life look like? If you could write it out, what would it look like? It doesn't just happen. And this is something most people never do. They never sit down with a pen and paper or sit in front of their computer and type out what they actually um, would love to see themselves accomplishing in their life and what they would like to see their life looking like now, five years from now, 10 years from now, or 20 years from now. What do you want it to look like? Like Pete Wilson says, we don't just drift into it. It doesn't happen by accident. And what are some of the ways that we can begin to live our best life? And even before we live that, how do we begin to plan it out? How do we develop that that blueprint? Well, the first thing that we need is we must have a vision. Got to have a vision. We could call it a plan. We could call it a dream. We can call it... um, you know, whatever you want to call it, but you've got to have some type of vision for your life. That's That vision is what gets us from where we're at now to where we want to be. And this vision forms a bridge that takes you from the present towards the future that you desire for yourself. A personal vision for one's life is developed as you think through, like we said, as you as you think through that type of life that you want to have, and I encourage writing it down. We'll talk about more about that in a minute. But, but really, I think just kind of having that time of of, of thinking, and if you're a Christian, praying about and and meditating on what do I want to accomplish in this next year? What do I want to accomplish in my uh, professional life? What do I want to accomplish with my family? What visions, dreams, goals do you have? Um, real simple one. Last year was my wife and, and, and my 40th wedding anniversary. And at the beginning of the year, um, and even the previous year, we had been talking about taking a big trip. But with COVID restrictions still in place, we weren't sure how that was going to work out. But I still wrote it down. And, you know, we, we, we began to look and see what we could do. 
and things didn't work out quite like we wanted to. We had one plan that didn't happen, but the other option, one of the other plans was we went on a week-long trip to a resort in Belize in Central America. It was amazing. Would that have happened if I hadn't have written it down? Maybe. Um, but I guarantee you it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't thought about it, prayed about it, we talked about it, and looked to make it happen. I, mean, I can make any number of excuses. I'm great at making excuses. Maybe you are too. But I think thinking things through, writing them down, maybe discussing them with your significant other is important. It's your job. Maybe be talking to your boss and say, hey, listen, what would it take for me to go to the next level in my career? And, and see what they tell you. Write it down and then be willing to put those things into practice. Um, one man referred to this as daydreaming with a purpose. Looking ahead next year, the year after. What do you want your life to look like at the end of 2023? Uh, what do you want your life to look like five years from now? Um, what kind of job do I want to have? How much money do I want to be making? What do I want my family to look like? Where do I want to live? There's a real power in writing our vision for our life down. Writing it down serves to make it real. I find that when I write things down, I work harder, I try harder, um, I, I take those extra steps to see that it happens. There's some power that's unleashed when you write down your vision for your life. So write it down. Type it into your screen. Make a note. But it serves to make it real. Putting it on paper, putting it on screen, takes it from the theoretical and now you've made it tangible. You can see it in front of you. There's something powerful about creating this vision, this, this life plan, this blueprint for the life you want to live. And some people might say, I have no idea where to start. And I've talked a lot more about this in detail in other lessons on leading and learning. You can search those out. Um, maybe you might want to uh, rent a session with a life coach, someone who can sit down and take you through the steps on creating that. There's plenty of books out there. Uh, Michael Hyatt has has written ex extensively on this, and um, others. James Clear is another guy um, that, that that has just done an amazing job at helping people uh, put themselves in a position to succeed in life. So, number one, have a vision, and if you don't have a vision, get one. Pray about it, think about it, talk to people, but get a vision for your life. Number two, create goals. Create goals for your life. Goals become the building blocks that take you from where you're at right now towards your vision. So what, what goals do you have? We talked about vision is the bridge that takes you from point A to point B. It takes you from where you're at now to where you want to be. But, but goals are those building blocks that help us to get there. Um, sometimes it can be a very daunting task to, to say, this is where I want to be in a year. This is where I want to be in five years. But it's the goals that help us get there. We talked about this last week on, on the episode. If you haven't heard that one, go back and listen. But, but they allow you, goals allow you to measure your progress. And, and by having, by setting clearly defined goals, we can measure and take pride in achieving those goals. Uh, goals also allow you to see forward progress in what might previously have seemed like just a long, pointless grind. I mean, sometimes life can be a grind. But having goals, being able to look back and say, oh, I've, I've accomplished two or three of my goals already this year. Like I say, every year I'll go through and I'll write down a number of things that I want to accomplish during the year. And sometimes there are several steps to get from uh, where I am to seeing those things fulfilled. A great example is writing. 
Um, I've written 14 novels. I've got seven nonfiction books. That's 21 books in total if your math's not good. Um, but every book is a, a job. And so I set goals along the way. Um, uh, I've got a goal right now for when I want to have it published, but I know that going into that, there's going to be some intermediate goals on, on how far along I am, how many words I've got. Then there'll be the revising and the editing and the de developing the cover and all those things that go into it. So each one is a goal, but each one is a building block that helps me get to a point where that book is ready to be published. Because if I just said write a book, publish a book, whatever, um, I've done it now. I can do it. But it's much easier. It's a much less daunting task when I've got the goals the, the break it down into smaller goals. If, you're, if your vision is to own a home in the next five years, what's it going to take to get there if you don't own one now? What are the steps that you can take to put yourself in a position to buy a house? If you've got a vision to get promoted at work, what are the things, what are some of the things you can do to make yourselves a more valuable candidate get, to get promoted? might mean taking extra classes. It might mean getting another degree. It might mean getting another certification. It might mean just going to your boss and saying, hey, listen, give me some more responsibility. Let me do more things around here. Somebody's got a vision to be out of debt. What is it going to take? What steps can you take to get out of debt? The only way that we'll see our visions come true is by building a bridge from where we are now to our vision. And those goals are what help build that bridge. If, if you'd like to, to read more about setting goals, um, like I say, just if you hit my search engine and just hit goals or setting goals, there's a number of posts that will pop up. Well, all right, don't go away. We'll be right back. I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by two books. It's brought to you by my book, New Testament Snapshots, which is a fantastic read. It's 12 of the lesser-known characters in the New Testament, and we kind of go behind the scenes and we get to know some of these people a little better. You know, every, every picture, every snapshot has a story. Um, one of the things my daughter, one of my daughters gave me for Christmas is a, is a photo. It's a candid shot of, of me and my granddaughter on a carousel, and there's a great story behind that picture. I've got it on my desk. And, you know, every picture, every photo has a, has, a, has a history behind it, has a story. And it's no different about the people in the Bible and the New Testament. I encourage you to check out New Testament snapshots and find out about, about uh, some of these people that you might not know so well. Also, I ask you to, and encourage you to check out um, uh, James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. This is an incredible book to help you get started right. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite books on creating habits, on creating a new lifestyle to really help you jumpstart your life. So check out Atomic Habits. Um, I know you're going to love it. Uh, click on the link. I get a little bit of love back if you buy it through me. But um, I just encourage you to check out these resources because, listen, we all, you know, you ask most people, they say, I'd love to read more books during the year. Well, why don't you set a goal to read 12 books during the year? That's one a month. Grab these two New Testament snapshots and Atomic Habits, and it will help you so much. All right, number three. We've, 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 we've talked about the importance of having a vision, and we've talked a little bit about how to get that vision. Uh, we've talked about creating goals and why that's so important. We're breaking it down into to manageable pieces. And then number three, we look at our vision and we look at our goals regularly. This is why we have to write it down so we, we can look at it 
and review it regularly. There's such a power in this. I do this several times a week. I'll pull up my notes for the coming year and just go through. I'll look back, even sometimes look back at what I did last year. How did I do that? What am I want to do this year? I'll read over them. I'll pray over them. I'll think about them. Sometimes I'll add stuff. Um, I'll provide updates, whatever it might be, but I'm always updating it. Um, Your personal vision for your life should be posted somewhere that you can see it regularly. Maybe you put it in your Bible. Maybe it's on the mirror in your bathroom. Maybe it's on the refrigerator. That's especially good if you're trying to lose weight. But put it somewhere where you can see it. I keep it on my iPad or it's it's, it's on a program I use called Evernote. I, I can access it on my phone, my computer, or my iPad. But I've always got opportunity to see it if I need to do that. And I would say at least once a day or several times a week, pull it up, review it, meditate on it. And again, if you're a Christian, pray over it. Say, God, what can I do? And then look for things to take concrete steps. I'm always looking to take concrete steps and make progress. Progress is the key to moving forward in life. If you don't review it at regular intervals, it's very easy to fall back into your old way of doing things. It's very easy to just let life happen. But when you're reviewing and when you're thinking ahead and you say, man, I really want to do this. What's it going to feel like when I accomplish this? It's going to feel great. And it keeps you moving forward. If your personal vision is important to you, you got to put it someplace where you're reminded of it regularly and you can review it regularly. You know, a person without a vision, a person without a plan, a person without a blueprint for their life is in many ways a person without a future. And that sounds terrible because we all want to think we have a future, but there's different types of future. I can I can go into my future just drifting along, letting life happen to me, or I can be uh, more directive. I can be more intentional. I can be the one who's making things happen and going into my future, creating the future that, that I want for myself and that I believe that God wants for me. Take time to create this kind of vision, this kind of blueprint for your life. Take time to set the goals. Take time to create the building blocks that are going to help you get there. And then look at it, review it regularly, pray over it, meditate on it, think about it. Ask yourself, what can I do today to make these things happen? Life's too short to live a mediocre life. We're called to succeed. And you know, if you're a Christian, Jesus said this, he said, the thief, and he was talking about the devil, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. He says, but I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I, I believe for every Christian, that is a, a, a promise that we can experience, but we have a part to play in that. So we can create the life that we really want to live. Well, thanks for being with me today. I'd love to hear your comments on this important topic. Go to davidspell.com. Leave a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, check out my resource highlights, and we will see you next time on Leading and Learning.